Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And a welcome to the show, and guess what? Spring is coming. Oh my goodness, are we happy. Here, even in Pittsburgh, we are seeing the snow melt, but today I am live in Washington, D.C. as we get ready for all the festivities this week with the American Association of People with Disabilities. And I am so excited about our guest today because it isn't a guest that's just going to talk to you about his opinion when it comes to issues with people with disabilities. He is about the facts, which is what we always need, data, in order to make progress. George Kettner is the president of Economic Systems based in Falls Church, Virginia, and a wonderful Bender partner. George, welcome to the show. Uh, Well, thank you, Joyce. I'm uh, happy to be here. Well, it's an honor to have you also, George. George, maybe we could begin uh, by you telling our listeners throughout the world what Economic Systems is and what your mission is there. Okay, well, thank you. I'd be happy to. Um, Well, I started Economic Systems Incorporated uh, about 20 years ago, and uh, we focus on uh, supporting uh, top management in uh, helping them solve their problems, meeting their challenges. Uh, Our work uh, varies from uh, evaluating programs, uh, doing cost-benefit analysis, statistical analysis. We try to... uh, uh, understand what uh, is is causing uh, inefficiencies or inequities in the workplace. Uh, we have worked for a variety of many different, uh, 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 both government agencies and uh, private sector organizations, uh, Department of Labor, Department of Veterans Affairs, uh, and num- numerous other agencies. Okay, and you're headquartered, as you said, at Falls Church, Virginia. Um, and, and a question that I have, George, what made you decide to go down this path with your career, I mean? Well, I'm, uh, I'm an economist by training, uh, and I got my doctorate's degree uh, in economics from UCLA. Uh, I ended up uh, on the East Coast taking a job out here in the Washington, D.C. area because there's probably uh, more economists per square inch in the D.C. area than, than anywhere else. Um, I started my own company uh, uh, motivated uh, largely by wanting to uh, uh, fulfill the the skills and the talents that I had to pursue uh, challenges that that I felt uh, worth uh, pursuing. And uh, what I love about my job now is the the opportunity to... uh, 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 solve problems uh, that may uh, may be on the forefront uh, uh, in, in our society. Um, and already we have a question uh, because we are also on Facebook and on Twitter. And the question that we have is, uh, Mr. Kedner, if you could share with us for a moment. I am doing research on the opportunities for people with disabilities. Uh, to move into entrepreneurship opportunities. Um, you are a small business owner. What do you think about that opportunity for people with disabilities? 
Well, I think uh, it's it's certainly a uh, uh, a very uh, uh, worthy uh, uh, course to take. I, I think uh, uh, entrepreneurship for uh, for anyone is uh, it's you know it's a matter of uh, having the, the spirit, uh, the desire, uh, the the initiative uh, to to pursue uh, that that course. Um, I can't say it's for the faint-hearted um, because, uh, you know, as, as we all know, that uh, uh, the challenges of, of starting a, a company and, and uh, uh, managing a small business are not uh, are not easy uh, uh, easy challenges. But um, uh, for some of us, it's it's really really is the, the right thing to do. Yes, and you know what? I, I I'm glad you said that, George, because. At the part about it's not for the faint-hearted. You know, I too am an entrepreneur, and when you are an entrepreneur, I love it. Let's start right here. I wouldn't do any other thing, as I'm sure George would not, because you're in control of your destiny. You really are. You're in control of what happens. Um, but in addition, you live this 24 by 7. You know, because I've been at events where they'll say, oh, everyone should be an entrepreneur, and that is not true. You really have to have the ability to be salesperson, marketing person, finance person, uh, everything, you know, whenever you first start out. And really, it is a never-ending living at 24 by 7. When you say, George? I would certainly agree with that. It is (laughs) 24-7. Well, George, um, you mentioned earlier that you've worked with some of the federal agencies, and I know you've worked with the Department of Labor and the Office of Disability Employment Policy on some different projects. Could you talk about that for a minute? Uh, Certainly. Well, we've worked on a variety of tasks so far uh, uh, for the Office of Disability Employment Policy. Uh, One task has been analyzing the uh, changing demographic trends, that affect the workforce and the implications uh, for people with disabilities. We have uh, been analyzing, reviewing accessible uh, workplace technologies as another uh, task, looking at uh, uh, the best strategies, helping to develop strategies for uh, how accessible workplace technologies can uh, uh, assist people with disabilities. And uh, another area has been uh, uh, looking at uh, su- supporting uh, customized em- employment as another uh, uh, means or tools to uh, p- promote the employment of people with uh, disabilities. Yes, and I know that you've done a lot of work in that area, so that that brings me to a question that I have, George. Why do you think? This is the 20th anniversary this year of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act, and yet we continue to have this high unemployment rate for people with disabilities. Well, actually, let me, let me restate that. We have a large number of people, over 60%, not even part of the workforce, not even counted to be part of the unemployment rate. Why, why do you think that is? Well, um, let me start by... Uh, uh, reviewing uh, what um, some, some researchers have uh, have studied, uh, concluded, or hypothesized, uh, there are a number of different uh, factors that can affect uh, the, these kinds of outcomes. Uh, uh, certainly, there is uh, the factor of 
discrimination and prejudice uh, in the workplace to, uh, to hire people with disabilities. Um, another factor is that uh, uh, when uh, uh, people are uh, discouraged from uh, looking for a job, uh, that they drop out of the workforce. Uh, so the consequence of that might be a lower unemployment rate, but, but then a higher uh, rate of not participating in, in the labor market. Uh, some researchers uh, say that uh, uh, income support programs, disability payments, uh, income transfer programs, uh, they give support to, uh, uh, to people with disabilities, might encourage them uh, not to work because of the in, uh, income support that they are getting. Uh, so there, there are uh, a variety of different uh, explanations. Uh, I think maybe another factor is the uh, uh, what are the uh, enforcement mechanisms in place uh, to uh, prompt employers to, to hire people. Uh, the, the tools that, uh, that are in place for equal employment opportunity uh, for race, gender, uh, discrimination uh, are, are, uh, have been uh, fairly effective tools uh, for those uh, uh, protected uh, um, categories. Those tools have not been uh, as equally or vigorously applied for people with uh, disabilities, uh, so that may be another consideration. And, uh, uh, and another factor, I think, is that uh, uh, it all, all of this starts with the educational pipeline. So um, before you get into the workforce, you go through our educational system. And if the educational system uh, is not doing enough or if, if, if people are not getting enough education, uh, regardless of whether or not they do have disabilities, um, all those uh, factors will impact on uh, employability uh, as well. Uh, one statistic or one data point that, that I like to point out uh, is that the uh, uh, that, that people with disabilities tend to have less education than other people. Uh, so I think it's, you know, it's very important uh, that the educational pipeline itself be uh, uh, seeking to, to get people with disabilities to, to higher, higher level, levels of education. Uh, I think that would be uh, another very important factor. Well, I'll tell you what, there are a lot of factors, but here's the deal. It's, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Something's wrong, and we've got to change it. We've got to change it. And I'm sorry to say part of it is discrimination. I agree that there are many factors, but this is our year, the 20th anniversary of the ADA, where we're going to all work together to make a difference in America. Together including with people with disabilities. Right now, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Joyce Bender on Disability Matters with our guest, George Kettner, who is the president and founder of Economic Systems Incorporated. 
headquartered in Falls Church, Virginia. We'll be right back with George to ask him more questions. Don't go away. We'll be back in one minute. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Get ready for a show that breaks ground on the subject of women in motorsports and what it takes to dream, believe, achieve. Gas and Go with Alio is all about the movement that is happening lightning fast in women's racing. You'll get a wide array of perspectives from the drivers to the fans, as well as what it takes to be a role model in a male-dominated sport. Join your host, professional driver Allie Owens, for Gas and Go with Alio Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Power Up Motorsports Channel. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Are you looking for the next best thing? Of course you are. We all are. The next best thing is like your personal crystal ball on the radio, only it's much more accurate. We'll discuss medicine, healthcare, politics, the arts, matters of the heart, and spirit. In this confusing world, the next best thing will keep you ahead of the game. Where can you find the next best thing? Join your host, Linda C. Thompson, on the Voice America Variety Channel every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time for the next best thing. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we're talking to George Kettner, who is the president and founder of economic systems known as eConsys, headquartered in the D.C., actually in Falls Church, Virginia, which is uh, Metro Washington, D.C., and really has done a tremendous amount of work with the federal government uh, in many areas, one of which is people with disabilities. And that was another area that I wanted to talk to you about, George, and that is, as you well know, President Obama is a tremendous backer of our veterans and disabled veterans, and I know you have done work with the Veterans Administration, and I wondered if you could review that with our listeners for a few minutes. Okay, uh, certainly. 
The Department of Veterans Affairs uh, has several uh, different programs for veterans, uh, and uh, some of the benefits and programs are especially uh, designed for uh, veterans with, uh, with disabilities. Uh, we have uh, done a number of different studies for VA over the years, including uh, uh, evaluating uh, their uh, disability uh, compensation program and also uh, doing uh, analysis on the vocational rehabilitation program. So those two programs, vocational rehabilitation and disability compensation, are the two, um, two principal programs that VA administers to, uh, to support uh, uh, veterans with disabilities in addition, of course, to the, the health care that, uh, that they provide. Now, um, uh, on the vocational rehabilitation front, um, what we were looking at in, in previous study uh, for VA is how quickly can a transition be made to facilitate the, the veterans' uh, transition into civilian uh, society uh, if and when he's leaving the, the service with, uh, with a disability. Um, and there we looked at uh, various ways or means to facilitate um, a greater uh, a more effective transition, uh, uh, what, what benefits could be provided to encourage that, what procedures uh, could be put in place. Uh, so that was uh, one area of study. Uh, another was looking at the disability compensation program itself in terms of um, how equitable, how efficient it was. You know, as an economist, we uh, look at programs in terms of how well the program is meeting its objectives, uh, uh, how efficient it is in terms of re replacing uh, lost income. So the disability compensation program is intended to replace uh, lost income attributed to the disability itself. And uh, what we found in our study was that uh, uh, the program uh, on the whole is, is fairly generous, but uh, but has a fair amount of inequity. So in other words, uh, uh, in many instances, the benefits are too generous for people with relatively minor uh, disabilities and uh, not generous enough uh, for people with more severe disabilities. So for example, uh, uh, when it comes to uh, mental-related uh, disabilities such as uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, the benefits in the past have, have not been enough. Um, I believe that the VA is, uh, is taking uh, corrective action in, in certain instances. Uh, so, uh, so that kind of uh, describes some of the work we've done uh, done for uh, VA. Um, what would you say from the research that you did, George? What impacted you the most? Well, I think in working for the Department of Labor, the, the Office of Disability Employment uh, Policy, um, I've been struck by uh, how much the people uh, in, in that uh, office care uh, for their constituents, uh, for their mission. Uh, it's, it's always, uh, it makes our, uh, our work more, uh, more rewarding and uh, more gratifying to know that the uh, that when we we're doing the work for our clients that uh, that they really care uh, uh, a lot uh, about their their mission, and that our uh, 
our efforts, our, our studies will reports will not just simply uh, sit on a shelf gathering dust. Yes, well, we have another question for you from uh, Twitter, um, and this question from a Tom is, uh, George, as you did your research through economic systems in the area of disabled veterans, did this show you which disabilities were the hardest uh, for returning veterans when trying to find employment? For example, with traumatic brain injury as the number one injury, what impact would you say that's having? Well, it's it's had a, a, a you know a very significant uh, impact on employability, and, and in fact, this this was one of the areas where VA uh, compensation, disability compensation, was not in line uh, with the, with the loss uh, incurred by by these veterans. Now, I think since our study was conducted, that uh, VA has um, uh, has been in the process of. Um, uh, improving the benefit in that area, but exactly where they are at at this stage, I'm not sure. Well, and I can tell you uh, to our listener that the Epilepsy Foundation, as you all know, I am a woman living with epilepsy. Indeed, we did work with them to get comprehensive epilepsy centers because there was a time that is not the way it was, and you know you come back with a traumatic brain injury, and that can then turn into epilepsy very easily. But we, we did work with them, and we have made progress in that area. And if you go, for example, to epilepsyfoundation.org, um, you, you can do more research about that. But, you know, that is just that is a terrible injury. I know I had a traumatic brain injury, but I'm very fortunate that after having uh, brain surgery, you know, it was very successful. Um, I already had epilepsy prior to having the accident. Uh, but, you know, that, that is a very, very hard thing, as is post-traumatic, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, but we are at Bender Backers, and I want to tell you, anyone listening to the show, if you know of anyone seeking employment with a disability, and certainly for, for veterans with disabilities, you just make sure you send that resume to BenderConsult.com. That's BenderConsult.com, and we would be happy, we would be very excited to see that person being referred. Um, George, I wanted to ask you, what, what would you say to someone that is interested in working at your company, such as a person with a disability, um, what are some of the key traits that your company looks for when you're hiring people at an entry level? Okay, well, uh, we look for people with uh, with a quantitative background, with quantitative skills, uh, people who are um, uh, very adept with uh, financial spreadsheets, uh, with working with statistical tools. Uh, uh, computer uh, programming skills are are also uh, uh, needed in our company, uh, and we tend we tend to hire uh, 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 college graduates. And in fact, uh, our preferred uh, uh, ed- educational uh, requirement is the uh, master's degree. Uh, well-rounded people, in terms of their both. Uh, quantitative and verbal skills in, in that much, much of the work that we do is of, uh, of a research uh, nature. 
uh, and we uh, apply, uh, uh, develop uh, fairly complex models and conduct uh, fairly sophisticated analyses in what we do. Well, and you know, this again, when you were talking about, that's why when I talk to high school students with disabilities, I tell them, you know, how important it is to continue on in math, statistics, you know, whatever their area of interest. Although, keep in mind now, I also recommend people to be go to VOTEC and, you know, work in other areas such as being a chef or, um, you know, many areas, uh, plumber, doing plumbing. Uh, but we do hire many people with master's degrees in computer engineering, finance, all these areas that you were talking about. Um, and, and, like, what would be some of the jobs at an entry level? What would be the jobs they would have if they worked for you? Well, we, uh, uh, for example, for the Department of Labor, we're, we're conducting research on uh, the employment of, of uh, people with and without disabilities. Uh, and so we acquire uh, uh, large amounts of data. We process the data. We analyze the data using statistical tools. Um, we work with statistical packages and uh, Excel quite quite a bit. Uh, so that would be one example of of the kind of work we we do. And you know why I'm talking about this is that there are so many job opportunities that many times a young person with a disability doesn't even know about or think about. Um, and I know that in the, across the country, but certainly in the D.C. area. <clears throat> there are many opportunities if someone would be interested in statistics, research, you know, that type of background. And, and that's why I think it's important to do as much research as you can to know what you want to do and what you'd like to do. Um, but there's certainly plenty of job opportunities uh, for people. And, George, the people that work for you, do they do a lot of traveling? No, actually, not too much travel. Some traveling, but uh, most most of our work is done right here in the in the D.C. area. Uh, most of our clients are federal agencies, and uh, uh, when we meet with our clients, uh, it's here in the D.C. area. On there you go. That's, I mean, that's a that's a good opportunity. But don't get me wrong; many people with disabilities love to travel, and they take positions where they travel constantly. But I, I just think it's, it's interesting and it's good to know about all career opportunities. If we, if we have any work uh, to do in San Diego or Hawaii, I'm the first to go. <laughs> what about Pittsburgh? Well, I've been to Pittsburgh. Uh, yes, I know. Yeah. I know. Well, listen, with that, we're going to go to break for one minute. Now, if you just joined us, We've been talking to George Kettner, who is the president and founder of Economic Systems, headquartered in Falls Church, Virginia, which is the Washington, D.C. area. And we will be right back. Remember this year, we are celebrating the 20th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act, and we're getting ready for the AAPD Gala Wednesday night in D.C., don't forget about that either. If you don't have a ticket, go to aapd.com. I'm sure there are still some seats available. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. News. 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 News.
Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking for the next best thing? Of course you are. We all are. The next best thing is like your personal crystal ball on the radio, only it's much more accurate. We'll discuss medicine, healthcare, politics, the arts, matters of the heart, and spirit. In this confusing world, the next best thing will keep you ahead of the game. Where can you find the next best thing? Join your host, Linda C. Thompson, on the Voice America Variety Channel every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time for the next best thing. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. This is Joy Spender. And hey... Yashika Dart, if you're listening to the show, a special hello to you. This year as we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act, we will be remembering your husband, Justin, all year, every day, as I always do for that matter. And to all of you listeners, this is our year to celebrate July 26th. 1990 is the 20th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And coming up at the end of March, March 27th, is the Epilepsy Walk, which will be held right there at the mall. Oh, it's so fantastic. It is. We have thousands and thousands of people that attend the, the march. You know, there we are marching around the Washington Monument and the Capitol, and then to see all those thousands of people out there with their shirts on proudly, Keep in mind, folks, this is something that we do to let everyone know we're not ashamed that we have epilepsy. So if you haven't signed up yet for that epilepsy walk, you go right now to epilepsyfoundation.org. You'll see it on the front page of our website, and we look forward to seeing you with, again, Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes. He's our he is our hero. His son, Jake, has epilepsy. He'll be there leading the way for us. Alan Fanica from the New York Jets and Jason Snelling from the Atlanta Falcons, who lives with epilepsy. You'll meet a lot of celebrities, but most importantly, you will see children and adults living with epilepsy who aren't ashamed. In addition, Tony Quello will be there, the author of the ADA. I mean, it's just a fantastic event. So you know that Saturday morning, you have time, go to our website. We look forward to seeing you there. So, George, you have done a lot of work while at ODEP, and you were mentioning that what has really had an impact on you has just been the dedication 
of the people and their commitment. I have a question, though. Have you been surprised or were you surprised uh, that Americans with disabilities, 20 years after the ADA was written, still have this problem with employment? Well, yes, I think it is, uh, it is uh, surprising that uh, not more progress has, has been made. Um, and as I was talking earlier, there's, you know, a variety of different uh, hypotheses and factors that uh, might uh, uh, explain uh, uh, for why not more progress has, has been made. Um, but I think that uh, going forward, uh, with uh, maybe some of the, uh, the tasks we're working on now and, and some of the other uh, 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 things going on that uh, hopefully we can uh, start to make uh, more progress than has been made in the past. Yes, one thing that I've often wondered is that, you know, during this uh, recession I saw that a study came out that was horrifying because it showed that people with disabilities were getting let go three times faster than non-disabled people. We've always thought that. We've always known that. But, you know, when you see it in research, that's another thing. And I have often wondered if the companies that only maybe hire one or two people with disabilities uh, versus ongoing employment of people with disabilities just as they employ other groups I've often wondered if they look at people with disabilities in more of a pity charity mode and therefore when times are tough feel like, hey, okay, you know, you can be taken care of, but Mr. or Ms. So-and-so, they need a job. Uh, yes, I think uh, certainly that uh, uh, in recessionary times that the, the people that uh, – Get affected the most um, are the uh, are people with disabilities, people with less education, uh, uh, people with uh, uh, less uh, permanent connection to the workforce. Uh, the temporary workers are uh, adversely affected. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, you know, these uh, uh, you know the, these are outcomes that uh, that occur when uh, when the economic uh, times get get tough yes well george you know you do more than just research i also know you have a product uh software product because you do work in the area of human resources and i wondered if you could describe that to our listeners okay well um even though i started off as an economist i uh, I have found that over the years that uh, information technology has become a more uh, dominant part of our, uh, our society uh, in everyday life, in both uh, work and, and outside of work. And uh, in years past, while we uh, did strictly management consulting, um, I find uh, ourselves being drawn more into coming up with information technology solutions as well as uh, the, the consulting work that we are doing. So in the human resource area, seeing uh, there are certain uh, challenges or problems in the uh, efficient and effective uh, administration of HR services, we've taken it upon ourselves to uh, uh, build commercial off-the-shelf uh, products uh, to support uh, HR practitioners and in, in what they do. We, we started uh, 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 developing uh, 
retirement uh, calculation tools for federal agencies. We've been doing that since about 1995. Um, since then, uh, we have taken on more than just retirement calculation. We have uh, converted all of the uh, government HR forms over into an electronic format uh, to make it uh, a lot easier to fill out forms, to store the data, to transfer the data, uh, to keep track of cases. Uh, so over the years now, we have, in addition to retirement, we've taken on onboarding, benefits processing, personal action processing as, as tools that we build uh, ourselves, uh, and then we take it to the market and we, uh, we sell it. Uh, another HR area that uh, we're looking to move into is the uh, recruitment area, uh, developing a hiring management uh, system tool. What we're looking at, at uh, doing in this area is to come up with a more uh, scientific underpinning to support the hiring process uh, so that, uh, uh, that people can, can be uh, matched to the right job uh, in a more rigorous, uh, objective manner rather than the typical subjective manner that uh, occurs. Whether uh, uh, it's people looking for uh, work who have disabilities or don't have disabilities, the hiring process tends to be uh, quite subjective and uh, in influenced, I believe, by stereotypical impressions rather than by uh, a, a more uh, rigorous uh, objective approach. And what we will hope, what we're hoping to do is to, is to uh, bring more objectivity into the process uh, uh, such that um, subjectivity and, and stereotypical impressions play less, less of a role in uh, uh, getting people with or without disabilities in the right jobs. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, and that, how would people find out about this product? Well, um, they can go to our website. Uh, uh, we have not brought this uh, uh, product to the market yet, uh, the last one I was talking about, uh, uh, but the other, the other HR products um, are, are certainly uh, out there now in numerous agencies. I, I would say that our HR products to varying degree are, are used in almost every agency in, in, in the government today, um, and they are described on our website, uh, www.econsys.com. Econsys is spelled E-C-O-N-S-Y-S. -S. Okay, that's econsys.com. If you want to find out more about these products that George has been speaking about. Uh, and um, a question here for you from uh, online is, um, okay, Mr. Kettner, I see that you have done a tremendous amount of work with government agencies um, and with federal government. I am specifically interested in the work you're doing with vocational rehabilitation. I was wondering, do you see a movement toward the one-stop center? Well, I, uh, I think the one-stop center has, uh, uh, has certainly gained uh, uh, quite, quite a bit of momentum. Uh, and, and I would certainly uh, hope that it continues uh, uh, fulfilling its, you know, its, its pur purpose and its promise. Uh, I would, uh, of course, look to any other 
means or mechanisms that uh, uh, can help um, anyone without a job uh, get a job uh, uh, more readily, uh, uh, sooner, uh, with, with a better fit. So, um, and, so and I'm going to guess that what he meant is the vocational rehab has always been off by itself, but over the several years, especially during the Bush administration, there was more of a move toward trying to get it all one, you know, all, all at the one stop. You know, have you seen that happening? I think we've seen, uh, seen uh, some progress, but uh, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, a lot more progress uh, uh, could, could be made. Uh, vocational rehabilitation is, you know, uh, is offered by uh, numerous uh, agencies and uh, by uh, private organizations. Uh, the Department of Labor's one-stop center is is certainly a, a very uh, worthy endeavor. Uh, uh, but I'd also look to to other uh, other sources to be providing. Uh, or encouraging vocational rehabilitation uh, where it's needed uh, uh, in the private sector as well as in the public sector. Right. And have you worked very much, George, with the private sector yet? Our work has been uh, uh, predominantly for uh, for government uh, agencies. Uh, but you were willing to work in the private sector. I'm sorry? But you would work in the private sector if someone needed this management consulting or research or your so- some type of... Absolutely. Yes. Uh, sir, okay. Certainly. And we, uh, we have done work uh, in the private sector uh, in the past, uh, but not, uh, not as much as uh, for, for government. Okay. Now you know who to call, George Kettner at Econsys. Um, and as you can see, I'll tell you something about George. You know, he's a really nice man. And really, no errors. And he's very brilliant, but he really is just trying to do the right thing. So if you're interested, make sure you get in touch with George Kettner at Econsys, and we'll be right back with him to close the show. Don't go away. We're talking to George Kettner, the president of Economic Systems that I always call Econsys. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com every day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than three million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. 
At Last, a radio program dedicated to helping women look fabulous and feel fabulous naturally. You'll pick up tips on natural detox, learn about the benefits of whole foods, practice stress and relaxation techniques, and learn more about health, relationships, remedies, and self-motivation. Tune in to Feel and Look Fabulous with Arena. Broadcast live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We promise you, it's women's time well spent. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And did I remember to tell you that you're the greatest listeners in the world? Did I remember that? i got to tell you something. I cannot believe how loyal you are, this listening audience, and how great you are. And I hope you know how much I appreciate it. I really do. So you know, spread the news, talk about Disability Matters on Facebook, Twitter, everywhere, so that we can get the news out to more people with disabilities about Freedom through employment. And by the way, coming up next week is, guess who? Deputy Secretary Seth Harris from the Office of Disability Employment Policy. We have so many continued great guests as we do today throughout the year this year. So stay tuned, folks. Well, George, you told us about your website, and is that how a potential customer would find you? Uh, they could certainly uh, 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 look at our website. Uh, uh, they could uh, contact me. Uh, uh, my email address is uh, gketner at econsys.com. Uh, gketner is spelled G-K-E-T-T-N-E-R. And econsys is E-C-O-N-S-Y-S dot com. Okay. Phone number? Phone number is 703-333. Two one nine zero. Could you repeat it one more time? The phone number. Sure, seven zero three, three three three, two one nine zero. Okay, well, George, I see from your background that you are already very accomplished in your life, and you have really put. I, I feel you've really put your heart and soul into this business and into your company. Um, and you've been very successful with doing that. Uh, but on every show, we ask every person that's ever been on this show the, these next two questions, which they are, number one, what do you consider the greatest accomplishment in your life? Well, from a work point of view, I would say that uh, developing our HR software has uh, uh, made the most impact. Uh, it's, it's given uh, me a certain amount of uh, 
of uh, satisfaction in that uh, instead of waiting uh, for a uh, request for a proposal from a you know from an agency that we've taken upon ourselves to uh, size up what we think the the problems and challenges are out there, and then went out and uh, uh, built built certain tools uh, using our own funding and put it out there on the market and uh, uh, started selling it to uh, uh, to our customers. Yeah, that is a great accomplishment. And you know what? When did you first decide to do that, George? Well, um, I decided back in the mid-1990s to do this. Uh, we've been kind of... Uh, Going at a turtle's pace, but but that's okay. I, I never did go out and seek uh, venture capital uh, to uh, race race out ahead uh, at lightning speed. But but that's okay because uh, we have managed to uh, uh, while we've proceeded more slowly than than other dot com companies, we have still managed to be successful and and to make uh, make I think a significant impact. So. Uh, uh, so that gives gives me uh, great satisfaction. Well, that is wonderful, and um, and I'm sure that when you put it out there on the market, that just was so exciting. It certainly is. To uh, you know, when our customers see what our software uh, uh, can do, uh, we get a lot of wows, and and that's uh, you know that's that's uh, very rewarding. Well, before I ask you this last question, George, one more question from. A listener is, um, I'm very interested in knowing this because I see you have pursued your education very well. Uh, who would you say was your greatest role model? Well, um, <laughs> in work or in school, um, I let's see. Uh, well, I had, um, I did have a, a favorite professor at UCLA who inspired me uh, the most, uh, Professor Michael Intrilligator. Um, his what inspired me about uh, him was the uh, well, first of all, that his uh, lectures were not boring. Uh, that was uh, <laughs> uh, important. Uh, the uh, the clarity and uh, and uh, and the discipline. The discipline and his presentation, and 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 how he conveyed his uh, his science, um, uh, was all uh, inspiring uh, inspiring to me. Well, isn't that amazing? I always say that teachers have no idea the impact and the direction that they can have on someone's life, but but they do. They really do. So, George, uh, my last question for you here. What message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Well, I think uh, uh, my my message would be to emphasize the uh, the importance of uh, seeking out uh, partners uh, to keep uh, uh, a cool, objective head uh, in, in going about what you're doing. I think in the work that we try to do here, we uh, uh, we try to be uh, as objective as possible. Uh, we don't. Uh, we're, we're looking to obtain uh, uh, factual information, information that can 
enlighten uh, the, uh, the process that we're going through. Uh, we look to uh, uh, discover things in our work, uh, and often we find that uh, uh, what we discover may not be what people were expecting, but uh, even for our customers, uh, I, I would say in most cases, you know, un uncovering new information, uncovering the truth, um, uh, getting to factual information is going to, is always going to be your best, uh, uh, you know, your your best uh, kind of tool to to work with. Yeah, that's right. Because the numbers don't lie. That you know, you've got to have facts when you're talking. That's why I was so excited to have you on our show today, George. And with that, we're going to get ready to close the show. First of all, George, thank you so much for well, joining thank us. Uh, well, thank you, Joyce. It was truly a pleasure to have you on. And again, you've been listening to George Kettner, the president and founder of Economic Systems Econsys. And may I just mention this show will be archived on voiceamerica.com and benderconsult.com. If you want to go back and listen to the show, you will be able to do so. Um, and with that, we're going to get ready to close. And as you know, at the end of every show, we have to end the show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader. And today it will be Helen Keller, who said, If I regarded my life from the point of view of the pessimist, I should be undone. I should seek in vain for the light that does not visit my eyes and the music that does not ring in my ears. I should beg night and day and never be satisfied. I should sit apart in awful solitude, a prey to fear and despair. But since I consider it a duty to myself and to others to be happy, I escape a misery worse than any other type of physical deprivation. So says Helen Keller, and I say, remember, folks, attitude is a choice. You've been listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters, at voiceamerica.com. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader in Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 